my lovelies, I'm Jay Akrenensite and these are going to be your Capricorn season messages for Gemini. Hello Gemini. I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but I almost skip you guys every seasonal, every season. Did you know that? I don't know if I've told you guys that before. Um, I'll tell you why. It's There's something about after I do Taurus, I always feel like I'm supposed to do Cancer. And... I really was thinking about that today. I was thinking, I mean, it happens every single time, but obviously I've never skipped you guys ever. Um, I'm always like, huh? hang on, that doesn't make sense. Why is cancer next? How can I do earth and then water? Then I remember, but I always have that moment. Oh, you guys got the ancient ones, as you can see on the screen right now. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, there's something to that. There's something to that. Like you never get skipped, but it's almost like you will get skipped. And that, that happens every, I mean, for years, that's been happening for years. How long have I been doing these? Um, for seven years, over seven years now. Just thought it was time to share that with you guys. But you never, ever get skipped. So I wonder if the message is that some of you think that you'll get skipped or missed over. You won't. This is a powerful reading. Um, beautiful. Very kind of tuned in to i think capricorn is your eighth house right so i mean that's full eighth house transits take it from me i'm a pro in eighth house transits placidus my eighth house runs from 22 degrees cancer all the way to nine degrees of virgo so that is a massive all of that's why i don't like summer i think because it's always been eighth house transit for me but just pause for a moment take a beat i know you've been doing a lot um you'll see hear it in the rune you're going to hear you, the oracle cards I haven't pulled the rune yet you'll see in a moment but um from the oracle the rune the the oracle cards and your reading you'll see just take a beat i know you're going full steam ahead i know you've jumped into some stuff i know you're trying different things but you'll see you've got the four of wands there and then you get another four later on in the bottom row but i'm going to start reading the ancient ones to you um, it's number one. It's the first card of the Mystical Shaman Oracle. And this is what it says. The e it's got the essence, the invitation and the medicine. And the essence is the ancient ones are the shamans of old who defeated death. Do you see now why I was mentioning your eighth house? Who defeated death and escaped from the tyranny of time. Just, just pause there for a moment. Yes, these are Oracle cards. Yes, we talk about... <sighs> you know, death and ancient ones and tyranny of time. The tyranny of time in your <laughs> chart at the moment, I mean, I'm laughing, I shouldn't, is in your 10th house. And I talk about this all the time. It's Saturn. So one thing I want to say to you, especially with security coming up and everything else, um, you hear a lot of people talk a lot of shit, a lot of smack about Saturn, right? Um, here's the thing to know about Saturn. And I say this to everyone who's going through a Saturn transit. I have done readings for people going through their first Saturn return, second Saturn return, all of that. Here's what you need to know in that when you're Saturn's bitch, right? And I, it can feel that way. That's how it feels, right? That, you know, Saturn's running the show. You, it, it can feel, and you're going to be feeling this in your career, your rollout in the world, your legacy, whatever that means to you. You're also protected. And I, that's really important to remember with security coming up. You are protected as well. So, you know, you're free to get on with the work at hand because you're kind of protected in all other areas. A, a lot of people associate blockages or stops or, hey, you know, stop for a moment or do with Saturn. And 
yes, that can happen, but I also feel that that is so you can do Saturn's work. So you can use the Sat Saturn's energy to kind of get on with this. But so when it says death, eighth house transit, tyranny of time, Saturn. But I'm going to read that again for you. So the ancient ones are the shamans of old who defeated death and escaped from the tyranny of time. The ancient ones once walked the earth like us in flesh and bone. Now they reside in, infin in infinity and can counsel us after we say yes to our calling. Now, here's the thing. You've said yes to your calling. I know you may not feel it, but in one way you have. You're at least open to it, leapt into it. The fool. Then what's going on here? Well, we shall see. They are available to help us attain our full realisation. So you are protected, trust me on this. That's one of the things I think you really need to hear this Capricorn season. Here's the invitation. The ancient ones are inviting you to reach to the future to help birth a new destiny for the earth. You'll see more of that as you go into next season, which is Aquarius, which is your ninth house. It says, go ahead. Find out who you are becoming 10,000 years from now. If you accept the invitation, great power and blessings will come your way and allow you to craft a new destiny for yourself. Do not hesitate to bite off more than you can chew because you have unlimited spiritual resources available right now. Now you know why I gave you the little Saturn, Saturn's bitch speech. Um, here's the medicine. The ancient ones beseech you to examine your attitudes and actions. And be sure that they are of the highest integrity. Not forgiving an ancestor or yourself is keeping you from the freedom you seek. Remember, this is no longer your karma. And again, Saturn is the Lord of Karma. You can break the chains that once bound you to the family drama and be free of your generational curses. Forgive the ones you need to release. Honour your biological ancestors by lighting a candle to them tonight now the reason candles keep coming up for gemini because that's a very sag thing and we're and as i'm recording this it's sag season so maybe it's a practice you took up from sag season but the main thing i want to say around this like who are you becoming ten thousand years from now right you are the ancestors of those that come in the future whether you plan to have kids or have kids don't have kids that doesn't make a difference you know we're all ancestors to those that come after us and if time is, you know, the tyranny of time, if everything happens, you know, at the same time, which I believe it does, everything everywhere all at once, right? Then there is someone out there right now who's calling to you as their ancestor to help them. That helps put some perspective on it, especially when we get overwhelmed with what's going on in the moment. So this is a very spiritual card, obviously, as you can see, but I want you to take to heart this line and say that with the Empress out here. Go ahead, find out who you are becoming. And that's what I feel like this pause is. So there could be a little bit of a deep dive. Take a moment, take a beat. We're ending out this year. Know that you are about to expand your horizons in a way, a quantum leap way, like in a way you cannot imagine. Um, there's someone on the Discord server actually that's been saying quantum leap a lot. And if you know, that's that's what I've been referring to this period as as well. It's a quantum leap. This is, you know, you cannot imagine. You, we say broaden our horizons. If you thought it meant, oh, you know, a little side hustle or I guess I could do this, like a little bit opening up, it isn't. It's like going from looking at 
considering which road to take to then wondering like which galaxy to fly through like and that sounds big right but it is like that it is like that but it's you you are the person that's going to have the quantum leap you are the person who will go into the future you are the person who is the ancestor of the future and who now is protected by ancestors of the past right think about that there's a lot to take in there all right now now let's talk about security which came up here and that's a firelit cave this is what it says in ancient times our forebearers our forebearers took refuge in caves it was there that they could seek shelter from the weather and be protected from predators and enemies the cave offered a safe place to prepare food sleep heal and build community caves were also the places where sacred spiritual ceremonies occurred evidenced by cave drawings and altars that had been built along the ledges along the ledges if i could speak symbolically caves often represented a secret pathway to the underworld eighth house transit um the divine womb of mother earth and the sacred heart also caves can be energy portals for shamans or other spiritual explorers now think about that we haven't i've talked about your eighth house which is capricorn you've got a full moon coming up in your second so you may this is where you, what you feel is of value, what you feel you value, what your worth is, what you're willing to be paid or what you want to do for money or career. Like all of these things can come up for you. But there's a full moon there. So you, there's a change of heart coming, I think. It's just me picking up. Just that's my natural kind of conclusion out of all of this. But we'll see what happens. Sacred Landscape wants you to know you are safe and protected. No matter what is occurring in your life, you are in safe hands those in the realm of spirit are watching over you now do you see that theme has come up twice two different cards two different decks you can relax and let go once you've taken measures to protect yourself and those you love such as making sure everyone has their seatbelt on in the car making sure your insurance is paid on time or replacing the filter on your heating unit that that's a weird one anyway then let go if you have been hyper vigilant lately take a break relax know that all is well you can turn it all over to the creator. Now, here's what I know as someone who's done this for a living for a very long time, right? And I want to say this to you. This is how I get it. This was my reading and I've got the ancient ones and it's like, oh yeah, okay, so if you're protected or of security, okay, yeah. My first question, because I know how this works, right, is why do I need so much protection and security? <laughs> like that, that would be my first question. And hopefully that's your first question as well. Always remember this. I said this to someone today, actually. I said, you know, questions, open doors, answers, close them, right? An answer is a full stop, door closed, end of story. A question opens doors. I don't need to tell you that. You, Gemini, that saying probably comes from Gemini, right? So we have that question, right? So it's like, you know, very kind of, okay, thank you cards. You're telling me I'm safe, that I'm protected, that I'm watched over. Why? Let's go to the rune. So here's the rune. Breakthrough transformation day. This is what it says. Here is the final rule. It's, it's, it is one of the final ones, actually. It's, let's have a look. It's towards the end, right? So it says, here is the final rune belonging to the cycle of initiation so this is the end of the beginning not the beginning of the end the end of the beginning 
drawing Degas off. Oh, did I say it was Degas? It is Degas. De drawing Degas often signals a major shift or breakthrough in the process of self change. A complete transformation in attitude, a 180 degree turn. I'm going to read that line to you again. Drawing Degas often signals a major shift or break. I didn't read that bit, did I? Um, drawing Degas often signals a major shift or breakthrough in the process of self change. A complete transformation in attitude, a 180 degree turn. For some, the transition is so radical that they no longer continue to live the ordinary life in the ordinary way. Because the timing is right, the outcome is assured, although not from the present vantage point predictable. That's the key part here. This is why you're being reassured that you're okay, you're safe, you're going the right direction. Because it. if you're the fool who's leapt, this kind of feels like in free fall. Like you've, okay, I've leapt but you don't quite know where you've landed and even before you've landed the question is okay but who are you right you know that's it's like i don't know yet and it's like no but you do know because you took the leap the leap has changed you all right let me continue you're can you tell i'm excited your reading's quite exciting um It's because the timing is right. I'll read that bit again. The outcome is assured, although not from the present vantage point, predictable. In each life, there comes at least one moment which, if recognised and seized, transforms the course of that life forever. Rely, therefore, on radical trust, even though the moment may call for you to leap empty-handed into the void. I think you've done that. It's in the past, right? The fool. With this rune, your warrior nature reveals itself. That's why you've got the emperor down here. Like, I mean... I've been saying this recently. I cannot say this enough to you that the readings read themselves. Like, check out, I've already done the weeklies. They're reading, reads them, they just read themselves. I, I feel so blessed to be able to do readings where they're so clear. The, it, it's undeniable clarity in the readings themselves. So, you know, you've leapt into the void, got it. Um, this with this rune your warrior nature reveals itself hell yeah it does you got the the, the lord who's the emperor if Degas is followed by the blank rune well i haven't pulled any other runes but okay the magnitude of the transformation might be so great as to portend a death the successful conclusion to your passage um what we'll do is let's put up a little signifier that would be like judgment coming up or the death card i don't even see it as a death card that's a slow transformation i see the weird rune the blank rune it's 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 judgment it's th that kind of energy to it it's my favorite rune it doesn't pop up that often thankfully right a major period of achievement and prosperity is often introduced by this rune go with your bad self uh, gemini the darkness is behind you daylight has come nevertheless you are reminded not to collapse yourself into thoughts for the future or to behave recklessly in your new situation considerable hard work can be involved in a time of transformation undertake to do it joyfully and that's it there's no upside down no reverse nothing for that card fabulous stuff right fabulous stuff all right let me get my clarifying deck ready let's see what happens all right so we we'll begin with the fool so that's that leap into the void but it's come up in the past so i was telling you to do it um this is 
leap of faith maybe you don't know maybe you're trying something right and that can be terrifying i get it like you don't know where you're going you don't know where you're landing you've just taken this leap and if you look over here this is the questions beginner's mindset of the of the princess of swords that's the page of swords of okay because i have an idea but i don't know where it's going but you have an idea and whatever it, it requires a new way of acting on it as well so maybe you're already doing that because you're coming in with both of these let's get a clarifier for that fool please don't give me another fool it almost feels like it as if it could do that come on doesn't <laughs> i wonder if it was because i said don't give me another fool <laughs> it's not doing it come on give me whatever you want if it's another fool it's another fool i'll just get another clarifier <laughs> all right it's not it's i mean it may as well have been it's the high priestess so this is done just on intuition here's the thing right with the high priestess she's the moon I mean the card this is the moon card um the the moon card is pisces it's not the moon this card represents the moon and intuition and that feminine energy that comes from the moon the fool is it a real leap of faith though is it a real leap of faith is it jumping into the void the high priestess sitting there says it isn't this isn't um and you might think yes it is jay i'm taking a risk well hear me out in traditionally the high priestess she has um the crescent moon um the crown of isis you know she has the, all of these themes but she has the moon at her feet um what does that mean why does she have the moon at her feet because nothing is hidden from the high priestess she's the keeper of all secrets so the only thing the, the thing with the high priestess is and this can be frustrating to air signs is there's no language to describe what she feels. There's no words. There's no logical, rational understanding for what she knows. So that's why she's the keeper of all secrets. Not because she doesn't want to tell you. It's because she doesn't know how to tell you. The only way you can understand is by following her through those curtains and looking in the water and seeing yourself, seeing which version of you is reflected back to you in any situation you 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 go into so you knew you knew why you took that leap you know why you've decided to go in a different direction you you don't know what's up ahead right but there's a kind of anywhere but here feeling to this it's that sense of well what was i going to do stay here there's no i don't have an option to stay here like there's no no real option but trust that a part of you you can call it your higher self you can call it that indescribable depth that you have within you a feeling that you have that defies logic it defies words it defies description she says doing her best to describe it so now what we have and this is the past that underlying energy is you there's a truth though page of swords there's an idea here there's a there's a inkling there's a level of truth that comes up as i had a horrible feeling that i wasn't recording this it is recording i did that for aries left the mic off <laughs> All right. I bloody knew it. And your reading is just reading itself. Look what came out. I knew that fool was going to come out. I could feel it. I could just feel it. Now, 
Page of Swords and the Fool. So again, though, is it a real leap of faith? Like, what is that that leap? Why is the leap for then? Here with the fool, the fool's taking a leap into the void. And the high priestess says, well, hang on a second. It's not really the void because you have a feeling, right? You have some intuition around this. Here, the page of swords is saying, well, this is the kind of cautions you then. If the page of swords is like, well, I have an idea and I have some truth. Then the fool says, yeah, but we don't really know. Right? We don't really know. So this, it's a, it's this thing about knowing something that you don't even know that you really know, but you have like an inkling intuition about it. And then over here, logically, when you think, I do know this, I have a truth, I have an idea, the fool says, well, hold your horses a moment. You don't know how it's going to turn out. So this is to stop, you're protected in a way because you don't know. You know, touch wood, I'm not trying to wish this on anyone, right? I'm also cautious of saying stuff like this in readings, especially because it talked about putting your seatbelt on. But you know that, that and my sister actually just had a, a, an accident recently. She's absolutely fine, absolutely fine, but... um she's a bit sore you know when you have a, a car accident or if someone hits you right if you can see the accident about to happen like it causes you more damage it causes you more damage right now why is that a big deal because what why is that because you stiffen up you brace for impact and so your muscles your whatever and i'm sure a lot of you know this you know that it causes you more damage whereas if you're just like driving along everything's fine and you're just kind of blindsided you're looser because you were unex you were not expecting it and so it causes you less damage right no matter what the damage is to the car i mean in terms of and i'm just talking about run-of-the-mill kind of what do they call those a fender bender that's it i'm just talking about one of those right there's something like that that I get from this and but you're coming in with that so if you've been working in the in the dark you know blind to all of this cool excellent the not knowing with that page of swords high priestess instinct intuition they're all in your benefit trust that remember what those two kept saying now ace of wands what's the ace of wands new inspiration so it could be a passion project excitement enthusiasm you're ready to start something new but what Again, I'm going to refer you to the double fool and the high priestess and the page of swords, which is you don't really know. So if you're weighing up the pros and pros and cons, I think about that. You're weighing up the pros and cons and it's saying, what exactly are you weighing up the pros and cons for? Because you don't know how it's going to turn out. Right. All you really know is who is weighing up the pros and cons, which is you. If you can hear someone like choking to death or coughing themselves to death in the background, it's my dad, poor guy. He's got a some kind of chest infection or something. He's fine. <laughs> Everyone starts worrying, uh, which is sweet. You guys are the sweetest, but um, he's got very, a very, very bad cough at the moment. I was even up last night. I made him a hot toddy because I went down and, and he was coughing away. Side note. But remember, with the two of pentacles, whatever's physically in front of you, it might be there. You, whatever you can see in front of you, it tells you nothing about the future. All you know is who is doing the juggling remember that very important point who is leaping who has an idea who has a passion or excitement to do something you do but who are you and that's what this pause is here for a moment it's just a pause
I, th I feel like I've given your message, right? Seriously, I could call these cards now that I'm coming out. You got the Emperor with the Four of Wands. Four of Wands is a pause to celebrate how far you've come. Like, you did great with this. Whether it feels great or not, you did great. Um, and that's the Ace of Pentacles. It's time to commit. You're getting ready to commit. There's a seed that you're sow sowing. This will be... Ace of Pentacles is a new commitment, but what is a commitment? Oh, bloody hell, Page of Pentacles. All right. So this is what we're going to do, right? We're focused on the Four of Wands, which is what? It's the foundation. I've laid the foundation. How do I build on this? How do I build on the foundation? At each turn, at each card, it is referring it back to you, right? So the Four of Wands is, again, if you're like, oh, yeah, you know, um, look how far I've come. Okay, but who came that far? And and it's going to sound really obvious. In fact, make that your question that you keep asking yourself. When you think, oh God, I'm so scared. You're just, who's scared? Who's frightened? And you might think, well, I am. Like, But who are you? Which version of you? Who is it that is frightened in that moment? Who is it that is nervous in that moment? And I know it sounds bizarre and I'm trying to I'm trying to give this to you in an air way, Gemini way, right? Of that's that's how air signs work, right? We need questions and answers, and usually those questions help. Who took the leap? The person who was afraid to be in a relationship or to become the boss or you know to um, live on their own, like whatever it might be. That person took that. Why? Why? High Priestess says, well, you know, what did you know? And it's because you knew you'd be able to do it. You knew you needed that challenge. You knew that even if you got dumped, you needed that experience. So you could kind of figure out who, what kind of relationship you want to be in. Right. So it's full ownership you're taking. This is, this is what self-empowerment looks like. Where it's not blame. There's no blame here. You are actually saying that this is what I don't know. And this is what I do know. This one I can express in words, write on a postage uh, stamp, right? How much I know about this. And this, I could bloody, you know, fill oceans with the emotions that come out of this. So it's a weird place to be. And you're trying to bridge the gap between these two things. The fourth one says, take a pause, take a beat and see how far you've come. Because you're ready to pull out some new moves. But who's getting ready to pull out the new moves? Not the old Gemini. Because that Gemini, you left in a way. Every time you take that full leap of faith, you become someone new. It's not the person who ended the last cycle. This is a new person now. You become someone new. That act of taking a leap of faith, it changes you. Why do you think when we land, we do the whole, you know, Mercury, um, um, Gemini thing of like you know okay so what tools do I have what do I know that I find myself in this situation but I want you to see this there's no magician here not yet in the top row there's no magician in a way you've leapt straight into the, the emperor what does that mean that the emperor is all about self who am I is Aries who am I and so then in that sense, we've left to be high. And I know you're saying, well, the high priest. No, the high priest is coming up with the fool. There's no number one, the magician. There's no number three, the empress giving birth to something new. This is a statement of this is who I am. So who are you? Now, 
the emperor comes up here you got the ace of pentacles page of pentacles the devil is in the details with the with these eight you know the ace of pentacles okay what am i committed to what am i committed to growing what is the seed that i'm sowing what are the seed what are the seeds that i've sown what are the details that stand out to me around my values so you know if this is around being in a relationship what values do you bring to the relationship what 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 is your worth what is the and so what does that mean what do you bring you know if i'm i hear it a lot that you know i know my worth and it's okay well do you show up from your worth no because we treat ourselves like a like a bloody an object like you know material like this our materialistic culture we treat ourselves we put a price tag on ourselves that you need to have this to be able to buy me right imagine what that does to our self-esteem imagine what that says to us about what our true value is we're, we're only worth what someone is willing to pay for us then is it any wonder when you know you think you put a high price tag on yourself but no one's willing to pay it and then you feel like shit then you think i have no worth because no one will give me a job no one will date me but the problem was that we put that tag that price tag on ourselves in the first place and i get it i'm one of the people that used to talk about price tags right and until i well i've evolved past that now um i've understood that our true value is what we show up with right it's how we show up we we bring that to the table because of who we are that's what the emperor says is who are you so that means no matter what is happening in front of you no matter who is doing what in front of you you show up from who you are and and that no matter how small it is you know like if someone's rude to you and you're like well you know uh, there's a meme actually and the meme says the the version of and it's especially true i'm guessing by gemini with the twins um that the version of me that shows up depends on how you treat me right and that, that means you have no identity that means other people get to decide who you are if you think about that but this is you kind of banking on yourself not on anyone else not on what someone's willing to pay you the job they're willing to give you the house you can afford you know it's none of that this is who i am this is i'm gonna take make moves based on who i am let's take a beat with this we're understanding what true value means here now and that's that i mean why would well, of course that's going to happen you've got a full moon in your second house right so that that's going to take care of this emperor again let's see what he says that came out bloody hell right two tens who are you another question for you are you the failures betrayals rock bottoms of the past past right are you the commitments of the past i'm almost imagining a, an ace of swords here because the ten of swords leads to the ace of swords the ten of pentacles leads to the ace of pentacles so you've got the ace of pentacles here because of everything that you've committed to before because of the I mean, this would be your ancestors in some way, that Ten of Pentacles, that's a 10th house, speaks of that, which is think about your genes, your DNA. We've inherited that from our ancestors. Um, so even from yourself in your own life, everything you've ever done, that is your legacy. That's what you have here. You've inherited that. Now, what do you create out of that? You take one seed. What are you growing? beautiful queen of cups i love this and the, um, a lot of this that's coming up here around this you will feel this immediately as we go in because of that full moon in cancer 
that is what I think is a realization here. And think about with security, right? If we think about security, um, which is a kind of cancer theme, you know, emotionally, what cancer is, you know, protection, security, emotional security. What do I need to do to feel safe? Well, if that changes, you can, everything else goes through the roof, right? We can do whatever the hell we want. Think about that. That's the axis of, with cancer, um, is we got cancer on one end, you got Capricorn on the other. So cancer is because I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. I feel secure, emotionally secure. That's why Capricorn's able to go out there in the world and do all the things, climb the mountains and do whatever. So there's a big shift happening for that, and it, but it's happening in your second and eighth house, right? It all comes down to like, back to who you are, though, with that emperor there. I'm trying to get this for the queen of swords, right? Knight of pentacles comes up. Nine of wands. All right. Six of wands. All right, here's the deal, Gemini. When you get the queen of swords, right? <laughs> That's our ear sister. Queen of Swords is Libra. It doesn't have to be Libra, but you know, it's the feminine. Here's the difference, and you've heard me probably say this in the weeklies as well, because it's a big deal. And you've got the Queen of Cups here, right? So emotionally, the emotions come first, then the mental, logical, to be able to give words to this. Because the Queen of Cups through her heart, she'll tell you like this is over. That's that was rock bottom. I guess that happened. I won't be taken down by those thoughts or those words anymore. Ten of Pentacles. I know what I've invested in my life. In my life, I know what's been a long, what long-term security and stability has been to me. Security, right? Pentacles. But I'm committing to something new. I'm still in the planning stage. I'm still in the detail stage. But I know who I am. I know what I'm. You know, at this point, I know who I am. I know what my, my power is. Where it lies in me. So the Queen of Cups knows how she feels, right? And every emotion's a gift to her. But here's the thing with the Queens. It's how they are affected by the environment that they decide what they're going to do, right? Again, this isn't, oh, because you did this to me, I'm going to do that, right? Uh, in her shadow, the Queen of Cups is emotionally manipulative. She's a person that always has drama going and always needs, like, you know, she's always going to be the victim because that's how she gets people to love and care for her. That's the shadow of the Queen of Cups. The shadow of the Queen of Swords is someone who has decided based on her own, that she just stereotypes everyone. You know, um, she got dumped by, I don't know, um, she got dumped by an accountant. So now all accountants are bastards, right? Um, she had a bad experience at a job with whatever, right? So th those companies are all shit and whatever. She does that. Which, what does that mean? That means her opinion, her thoughts about things outside of herself have changed, right? So that's the shadow reaction. You know, Queen of Cups is, I will use my emotions to emotionally manipulate and to get to get that feeling that I want. Those are not queens in their power. When they're in their power, the Queen of Cups, her, whatever, how she interacts with her life, it's a gift to her. Her feelings are a gift to her first. She doesn't need to to manipulate or do anything outside of herself because just feeling something is the gift to her 
the the same with the um queen of swords that she's experienced all this stuff but it's changed her it's not changed her opinion or the story that she tells about other people or things or situations it's changed her her story has changed through through that so her experiences change her and so you this may be an understanding of what you have that your story has changed remember what the rune said about the 180 or how you're going to show up or how you speak now how you interact with others and it's a different awareness of all right this is my story okay that's your story cool right you know then there's no there's no kind of reactiveness then we don't have to like everyone's story we don't have to like people's reactions to our stories but there is something that you were tired of of going in a certain direction at just in a certain way that it's gone it goes here look at this nine of wands right you see i love this nine of wands it's different why because if you have a look there's a um, a rose there like pierced by thorns um and she's got it looks like a tally chart to me but they're also like cuts from the thorns right but it's like she's tired of doing that why would you keep going for the same rose if it just keeps cutting you so when you get tired of this knight of pentacles excuse me <clears throat> this is physical steps like don't get me don't get this twisted page of pentacles ace of pentacles knight of pentacles this is physically you're preparing to to make moves to commit to do certain things so i'm not saying that this is long term that you're not going to do anything but you do take a beat here you do take a beat and here's the advice with the four of pentacles right it's your foundation and it it asks you to be aware of where of your vulnerability of what makes you feel vulnerable that's what it asks you to look at now again right so here's the interesting dynamic that for me the way that i look at astrology in the houses and i know this is not a blanket oh, i'm putting in the wrong place blanket statement from not all astrologers see it this way in fact some astrologers are vehemently against this they don't they don't want any connection between cancer and the fourth house they don't see any connection between capricorn and the tenth house right and whoopee-doo for them, that's great. I'm glad that it helps them in the way that they, they do astrology. But I'm here for archetypes and themes and it works for the way that I see it. Um, the Queen of Cups or Cancer for you is your second house, but has associations or connections with the fourth house, right? Um, and so, but what is your fourth house? What is your uh, sorry you i've just said i've just said your your um spread it out jay the other thing about your your fourth house yes what is your fourth house is virgo i'm trying to connect too many dots it's really easy to connect them in my head but it's difficult to kind of explain it so bear with me a moment right so your second house is cancer which cancer has fourth house energies which is your feeling all that stuff that i said about your feelings security protection all of that your fourth house is Virgo, which is why you always want all the details. You want to know everything, right? But your the opposite of that, your tenth house is what Pisces, right? Which is where Saturn is. So this does feel like a lot of like that fourth house energy, especially with Virgo coming up here, and it's what you're tired of. You're tired of telling that story about yourself. You're tired of you know always like reaching for a certain level of pride almost but i don't mean this in like the seven deadly sin pride but you know that 
can I just be happy for what I've done, for what I've achieved? Right, it's got that feeling to it. And that's the six of wands. I love the hummingbird on this. The, the six of wands is I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of everything I've been through. I wear my my scars from all my battles in my I wear them proudly as a warrior would, right? So remember, this is about reveals the warrior within you. So the reason I was going over that is because we've got this four of pentacles. Don't forget this comes after that. This is a present-based card, advice for the present. How do we get to that kind of a future? Well, four of pentacles is to first of all know nothing nothing ventured nothing gained now i say that to say it's okay to take a beat though remember you're protected this is a card of security as well actually in some ways this is indecision based on where you don't want to be vulnerable right but if you're secure if you're protected then it's okay to be vulnerable of course you got the tower what else would you get all right let's get one from this step for the tower knew it was gonna come out right eights of swords <laughs> sorry that's i'm really smug it's because i feel really connected to your reading <coughs> excuse me so ten of pentacles ace of pentacles ten of swords ace of swords what is the hard one truth who walked out of those towers blowing up who walked out of that job of that house that situation that relationship who walked out of that it's very easy to only see ten of swords, the battered, bruised, the nine of wands, right? The one who had, who who lost. It, it's very easy to only see the one that was lost. That that's why I'm talking about these these war wounds almost. But do you see the warrior? Do you see the person that survived? Because that's who you are as well. So there is an epiphany. There is a, a truth. I think this tower, Ace of Swords very much um relates to that the rune but take a beat here take a moment because even with that two of swords it's like oh i don't know what she's talking about or i don't know what choice i have to make like that four of pentacles is look at what you have right you have hard you've got hard one foundation hard one truth like you've got this you you barely managed to get this security with that four of pentacles we've worked we've worked hard to have what we've got right and of course we don't want to lose it it's been a long time coming that we got to this point so that's why we have the indecision but the tower kind of is an epiphany it's this truth that comes out of all of this stuff this awareness and you'll you'll know what it is for yourself let's get one more and it brings clarity and it brings this knowing what your next step is knowing what your story is knowing what the battle wounds are but you're not willing you don't have to fight those battles anymore what are you trying to prove right it's like okay i've got my battle wounds i'm off to the next one and six of wands to hold your head up high it's a really beautiful reading it is a really beautiful reading uh, you could tell i got really excited with the cards there um I think I'm just going to leave it there. What else is there to say? You'll have to let me know how you get on with this one, Gemini, especially towards the end of the month. Don't forget, though, right? This is a journey that you take through this. Next season is Aquarius season. Maybe that's where the Queen of Swords comes in, where there's, there's more logic and air comes back in and we've got all these ideas and it's your ninth house, very expansive energy. So be gentle with yourself. Remember that you're protected and then we'll see where we go. 
um, next season. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro. Before you go, lovely people, I just wanted to share a few words and a few thoughts. As you guys heard at the beginning of this reading, I did include a quote spoken by David Bowie, actually. Um, I used his actual voice. I was gonna, I read it out and I thought, mm, I, this doesn't have the same punchiness when I say it. So I found a clip of him actually saying it and used the audio of David Bowie. Beautiful quote. And I think it's so true. And the reason I wanted to share it, he is a Capricorn son, by the way. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to share his quote. If you think about it, it speaks to creativity and the work that we do. But it can be about life as well, right? How we live our lives. And if you feel safe in any area of your life, right? Then yes, enjoy it. But know that you're on the precipice of it becoming a comfort zone of it coming to the end of your growth and I don't think that's because you know we have to be continually growing and moving I just think we're not built to be stagnant we're not built to just be one way when we find life difficult when we find you know it lackluster to use a word that came up in the Capricorn reading without any kind of pizzazz without kind of any anything it's like why am I here what am I doing you know okay I've got this okay I've got that it's because we feel safe and if you haven't been feeling safe, you know, let's just speak there, then by what David Bowie says, you're in the right place to do something exciting. Now, I used to say something very similar to this for a long time. And that was be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. You're exactly where you need to be to take that next step. And I do firmly believe that. I know it hasn't been an easy year for very many people. And there are certain themes that have kept coming up. In, and I've spoken to a lot of people in the closing out of this year. I've heard all sorts of things about this year. It's been a horrible year. It's been a tough year. What the hell was this year? I've heard all of it. A lot of people who feel very stuck or not sure about the next steps or what they'll be doing next. Now, I know obviously that's not everyone. And I'm referring to people that have booked readings with me or who talk to me who, who would, you know, just want to share where they are. But whatever this year was for you, whatever it was for you, I hope that you can see that it gave you something, a gift maybe even, a gift that, you know, you found in yourself and your ability to endure, thrive, survive, you know, whatever this year brought to you, a gift that you can use to create something new, you know, not just in this new year, but in the years to come, a vision of a future of what is possible something that is born out of even the deepest regrets or the greatest happiness that you've had you know we've all had different kinds of years and dealt with them in very different ways I will be doing a talk I, I really want to do a talk on you know the kind just my own stuff for this year and what I see for the coming year you know one of the big themes I'll just share it here is there is a lot of air energy next year we've got Pluto moving into Aquarius we have got Jupiter moving into Gemini and of course that south node is in Libra remember the air signs are the signs of relationships so whatever it is that has gone on with each and every single one of us or whatever it is that we're going to go forward and become please know that a part of this is that we are doing it together with each other through each other whatever it is right if there's an obstacle in your way if you have felt stuck if you have a plan that you're waiting to enact know that we will do it together I I firmly believe that I wouldn't be here if I didn't I mean part of my own spiritual practice has been not just to serve not just to support not just to give I know both the the light 
and the shadow of those actions even though it sounds really great on the, on the surface i know i've worked through and seen the light and the shadow in myself of those kinds of practices but it is also to allow others to support and give to me and that is a spiritual practice and i see it as a spiritual practice and it's very humbling and i knock up against my ego a lot because it makes me feel vulnerable but it's something that I've been doing for a couple of years and you know I've been revisiting it a lot seeing the three of pentacles come up as much as it does because part of the three of pentacles which is a Capricorn card it is Mars in Capricorn remember Mars will be entering Capricorn in the first week of the new year we build it strong together and I do believe that we are each other's greatest resources in some ways but why I bring that up is to say thank you thank you to everyone who enters into that relationship with me whether it's because you know I create what I create I, I put out these messages and you enter into the relationship of viewing that of taking it in of listening to what I have to say whether you agree with me or not that's not even the point of it it's that you engage with it for those who share of their own lives who leave comments and say what's going on with them how they're feeling especially when it's said from an I statement it has never ever been easier than now just to sit back and to be an observer or to just put yourself in the role of the critic who shoots down other people's creations or ideas or opinions. And so I have profound respect and love for those people who share of themselves, who say what's going on with them and share their ideas and feelings. You know, you see a lot of these videos where they talk about today's video was sponsored by, well, all of my videos, that's everything that I do as Aquarian Insight it is sponsored by and made possible by those people who send donations to support the work that I do and I'm grateful to you guys every single day I love you guys very much thank you so much for enabling me to do the work that I do we're all very different I know there's some people that will be celebrating this time of year for others it's you know just another month it's, it's nothing big but for those of you that are celebrating, I wish you a wonderful festive season. No matter how this year closes out, at the very least, I wish for all of us the hope and the faith that next year will not be like this year. Just because it's been this way forever doesn't mean it will. And whether that's like the, the best of times or the worst of times, right? Change is upon us. Change is inevitable. Happy New Year, lovely people. Happy New Year. I will be doing a talk, so look out for that. But for now, I just want to say I love you guys very much. Thank you for being here with me this year. I'll see you on the flip side. 